the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. There is so much to gain by obeying God's commandment to pray. Prayer is our most powerful weapon against Satan's unrelenting desire to destroy the kingdom of God. That is why God admonishes us to pray without ceasing. Prayer is our gateway to commune with God, to talk to Him, to seek His guidance. We are to pray individually and collectively, for there is wonder-working power in the fervent prayer of the righteous. Listen closely with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Randa reminds us of the miraculous power of prayer. We need to be praying before the crisis. If you're not praying before, you will not survive it. Some of you all use God like a spare tire. You only take him out when you need him. Oh, God, help me to preach this message. Number 11, you know what prayer does? Prayer keeps us in the Lord's perfect will. It keeps us in the Lord's perfect will. Right there in the text in Luke 22, verse 42, it says, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. I'm going to tell you something. Just because you are going through a struggle or just because you're in a crisis does not necessarily mean that you are out of the will of God as reflected in this passage. Jesus Christ was in the will of God even though he was in a crisis. And sometimes you can come to the conclusion that, you know what, since things are so tough where I am, or way out with, with this situation, with that, with that situation, maybe this is not of God. If it, if it, if it, maybe I'm having all this trouble because God is not in this. You know, God, God could very well be in it, but he wants to use the process to purge you, to refine you, huh? to sift the worldly residue off of you. God knows exactly what he's doing. Sometimes he allows us to go through the fire so we can come out as pure gold. So just because you're struggling does not necessarily mean that you are out of the will of God. You may very well be in the will of God, but it's just God is doing a God thing on you. And to get you to the next level in him is not always comfortable. He often squeezes your comfort zone to make you look more like him. Number 12. Why pray? Because there are others who need us to intercede in prayer on their behalf. How many of you know people that need your prayers? Huh? Let me see your hand. If your hand's not up, you're in bad shape. There's somebody who's depending on you to pray for them. You say, who? Your family? Your husband needs prayer. If he's lost, he needs prayer. If he's not acting right, he needs prayer. Your wife needs prayer. Your children need prayer. Every time your child walk out that door, you don't know if they're coming home or not. 
I don't care how young they could be grown or they, it matters not. You don't know. Your children need prayer. You say, my children are all right, but you don't know how they're going to be by tonight. Just because they're doing well today don't mean they'll be doing well tomorrow. You don't know where that car wreck is. You don't know where that, you don't know where the devil is. You don't know where that person is who's going to carjack your child's car or anything. Or perhaps your child is engaged in something you have no knowledge of and you only find out to your dismay. Yeah, we need to be praying for our families. We need to be praying for the church. The church needs prayer. The church needs prayer. The church is losing her identity. We live in a day where people don't think they even have to go to church anymore. I'm talking about people who say they're Christians. God commands us to go to church. And God commands us to be salt and to be light. But we're so busy trying to kiss the world that we are no longer the light of the world. We need to be praying for the church. There are preachers that don't preach sound biblical fundamental doctrine. That's right. There are songs sung by the choir that's so worldly until nobody can be edified on those songs. If you got to look for Jesus in a song, you need to throw it away. We want Jesus-filled, biblical-based songs that glorify and exalt the King of glory. The church needs help. Our government needs help. We need to pray for our government officials. All the way down, Supreme Court appointees, Congress, senators, uh, mayors, school boards, uh, county commissioners, police officers, everybody, all of them need prayer. Need prayer. Need to be praying for our schools. And they've taken prayer out of school and now they've been replaced with metal detectors and sniffing dogs, sniffing for drugs and all kind of stuff. You got to pray for our schools that don't want God in it, resents the Bible. We need to be praying for missionaries who are on the field. And by the way, not the, only those who are on the field, but you need to realize that you are a missionary. Say, I, I am a missionary for Jesus Christ. What is the root word of missionary? Mission. All of us should be on a mission for Christ. You know who we ought to be praying for? The persecuted church. The church is being persecuted. If your eyes are closed, you won't even know it. Even in America, even chaplains now are being commanded not to pray in the name of Jesus. That's right. They want to build a mosque up there at, at ground zero. I mean, I say, what? Huh? A mosque? What about a Christian church? Y'all not even saying amen. Muslims bomb the building, then we want to put a mosque there? We won't put a mosque there until you can let us go to Saudi and put a church near your parliament. Y'all eyes are closed. Islam has a mission on America. It's swept all across Europe. And now it wants to take, the, take America in a way that we could never imagine. You pray against that. You pray against that. The persecuted church. Galatians 6.2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill 
the law of Christ. You know how you bear my burden when you pray for me. Uh, uh, how many of y'all pray for somebody in this service? You know when I exchange? How many of y'all pray for somebody that you didn't know? And then how many of y'all switched off and pray for another person you didn't know? Do you realize you are bearing their burdens in prayer? Don't say you are concerned about me if you're not praying for me. I don't need your gossip. I don't need your talk. I need prayer. Don't just pray when I fall out and I have and all the nurses and doctors over me right now. Oh, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray for pastor. Don't like he gonna make it. Hey, pray now. Pray now. I fall into sin. Oh, how could Pastor Draper? Oh, he crushed me so much. Oh, if he can't be strong, what help have I? Did you pray for me? Did you pray for me? We talk about people who fall into sin, and yet we pray for so little people, but we pray so little for people that we are depending on to give us spiritual guidance and direction in our lives. Nobody is exempt from falling. No one is so strong that they can't fall. Not even you. As a matter of fact, the scripture says, take heed lest you fall. Jesus in this text said, pray lest you enter into temptation. Prayer. Prayer. First Timothy 2. First Timothy 2, 1, 2, and 3. Therefore, I exhort first of all, that supplications, it is an S on it, huh? That one supplication is a continuous petitioning of God. Prayers, intercession, praying for others, going before God on behalf of others, and giving of thanks be made for who? All men. For kings, that's also presidents and prime ministers and all those persons, and all who are in authority. For those who are being appointed for the, on the Supreme Court, all these things, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. You want to affect the White House? You want to mess up the agenda of Congress and the Senate? Do you realize if God's people begin to crowd to God for our nation's leaders, do you realize we can affect this whole nation for righteousness and they'll be doing things they never thought they did passing legislation. They never thought they'd pass because the people of God is moved to pray that the agenda of this secular system will not go forth. We need to be praying. Number 13, why pray? The Lord is pleased when his children talk to, to, to him. The Lord is pleased when his children talk to him. Just as you are pleased when your children communicate with you, our Heavenly Father is also pleased when his children converse with him. How many of you all love to see your children come to you and be transparent and talk to you? How many of you love that? Even when they are grown, you still love for them to talk. And you ought to keep the lines of communication open. Parents and, stu- and children, regardless of the age, ought to always be talking to one another, encouraging one another, and stimulating one another. And just like you want your child to talk to you, well, Johnny, well, well, Shirley, why didn't you come talk to me? And God is saying to us here, hey, you, 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 why didn't you come talk to me? And I would have told you not to marry that person. 
Why did you come talk to me? I told you, I told you don't buy that car. Just put a transmission in it and drive it a little longer so you won't sweat. Look how you're sweating. Why you didn't talk to me? Huh? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. If you, listen, if you talk to God, you won't be so broke. Huh? If you talk to God, you won't make stupid decisions. If you talk to God, you won't be so naive. If you talk to God, you won't be so vulnerable. If you talk to God, you won't be tattooing yourself all up and body piercing yourself in strange places. The reason you can do what you do to yourself is because you're not getting permission from God. Because if you got permission from God, he tells you no. Because your body belongs to God. It is a gift from God. You don't own your body. God owns your body. And if you checked in with God, you wouldn't be wearing certain things that you wear. Whole lot of things we wouldn't do if we would only learn to talk to God. And then you get yourself an oh, God. God says, shut up. You didn't talk to me. You talked to man and your friends. And your ignorant peers, but you didn't talk to the all-wise God. When are you gonna start talking to God? When are you gonna get as excited about talking to God as cutting on that television? Some of you wake up and cut the TV on, but don't open the scripture. You run the physical food without the spiritual food. Hebrews 4.16 says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. God's children can come boldly before the throne of God. And it is amazing how few people, when we have the 14-hour prayer watch, how few people that couldn't make time, who could schedule it, you schedule your vacation, huh? You schedule going up there to see your child's teacher, parent-teacher's conferences, uh, you schedule time for dental appointments, huh? You, you schedule time for your yearly checkup from the doctor. The most important thing you can do this week is schedule that one hour of coming to the house on Wednesday. To pray one hour. You say, I can't pray one hour. We'll supply you with enough information that you can spend five hours in prayer if you wanted to. You're not going to run out. Why pray? Number 14, boldness and courage come through prayer. Boldness and courage comes through prayer and the word of God to speak up for Christ in a world that's filled with lies, deception, political correctness, and a deep resentment of the Bible. You see, courage to speak up for Jesus comes through prayer. To bless your food in public comes through prayer. To stand for Jesus when those are opposing you because of your stance for Jesus. When people resent the word of God, you are not ashamed of the gospel. I want everybody with a Bible to look at Acts 4, 29 and 31. Acts chapter 4, verses 29, and then skip down to verse 31. Acts chapter 4, verses 29 and 31. Look what it says. Now, Lord, 
Look on their hearts and grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Wow. And then skip down to verse 31. And when they had prayed, underline that. That's awesome. See, some things come through prayer, only through prayer. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. When you hear somebody saying something that's not right, speaking against Christ, you say, listen, what you're saying, brother, or what you're saying, sister, is not right. That's right. Where is that in the Bible? You'll speak bonus. The whole house was shaken. Let me tell you something. We can shake Congress. The church can shake the White House. The church can shake Hollywood. The church can shake your family. Prayer can shake all of these things. Prayer shakes all of these things when we spend time in prayer. You can shake your own life. All that debris off when we pray. It says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together, was shaken. Verse 15, why pray? Prayer cultivates authenticity. It cultivates authenticity. Let me tell you something. The more we pray, the more transparent we are. Secrecy and hypocrisy separates us from God and destroys our prayer life. I reiterate Prayer cultivates authenticity. The more we pray, the more transparent we are. Secrecy and hypocrisy separates us from God and destroys our prayer life. It is easy to live a lie when you're not praying. It's easy to be dishonest when you're not praying. It's easy to cheat when you're not praying. It's easy not to tithe when you're not praying. It's easy to be a homemonger when you're not praying. It's easy to stoop when you're not praying. It is easy to go to pornography when you're not praying. It is easy to gamble at Rotoma Park when you're not praying. It's easy to lie and backbite and gossip when you are not praying. But when you pray, prayer just won't let you do certain things. Oh, God, help me. I'm almost done. God wants us to be authentic and not hypocritical. James 3.17, just jot it down. James 3.17 says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable. It is gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrites. You know what's short circuits? The power of God in the house of God is preachers who are hypocrites. Musicians who are hypocrites. Choir members who are singing a lie. Folk who come to church with good attendance, but they're hypocrites. They're saying on Monday, they're saying on Sunday, and I ain't on Sunday night. Lie and don't even feel any. You know you embarrassed when you lie and don't get convicted. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. It is hard to pray and be hypocritical at the same time. Finally, but not the least. It is only through prayer and the word of God that we look more like Jesus. It is only through prayer and the word of God, this book, the word of God, 
that we look like Jesus. Acts 6, 4 says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Why? Because that's the main thing. They stayed with the word and the ministry of prayer. Everyone with a Bible, turn to Acts 4.13. Acts 4.13. See, if you, don't, if you don't come with your Bible to Maranatha Bible Church, you're going to be lost. That's why it's called Bible Church, because we use the Bible. Acts 4.13, when you find this, amen. This is powerful. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. You know what? God didn't go out there and choose the great philosophers to follow him. Huh? He didn't, he didn't go out and choose the most degreed person. Nothing wrong with having all those things. And you live in a society where you need those things. And it is healthy when you can go get those things. But you know what? God took ordinary men and did extraordinary things. You know what people look for when they put people in positions? Oh, God. Even with pastors, they, we're going to call a pastor. They, they want somebody, they matriculated through this school, or they got to be the chairman of this board out in this society, or they're the head of this cooperation, or they the, the VIP over this, and you bring them into the church, and you think they're going to make the church spiritual because of those secular titles. Listen, you just shipwrecked the church. God is not studying your credentials. I hate to say that, but that's but I'm gonna say it because it's true. <laughs> your credentials. He's not gonna ask you when you said before God. God's not gonna ask you how many degrees you get. Only thing he wants to know is do you have your BA degree? Have you been born again? He, you know, in the text. They were uneducated, man, un- and untrained. Yet they marvel and they realize that they had been with Jesus. You know, the best person I like, I love seeing, you know, whosoever will let them come. But the best people who come here are people who are in the raw. They don't have all that religious baggage. Yeah, they haven't been tainted by traditionalism. Huh? <laughs> they haven't learned to talk the religious talk. Instead of saying psalms, they'll say palms, you know? Yeah. And you know, who, you know the kind of people most people gravitate to? They gravitate to people who they think can do something for them. Who, who can help them. They build relationship with an underlying motive. And that person who may not look like they have it all. And that person who looked like they not as not degree, or don't have a big position, or don't have this or that. The very person you overlook is the very one God may do his greatest work through. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. 
When you come into God's house, there's no big eyes and little U's. The ground is level at the cross. I got to read that again. Y'all read it. You need to highlight that. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived they were, un- listen, they were uneducated, but they had boldness. They were uneducated, but they had God. Grandma didn't have a lot of education, but she had God. You say, who will I rather have with me in leadership? Somebody who's educated without God or uneducated with God. Uneducated with God. I'd rather have that person who split the verb. (laughs) Right may not all be up there, but they're teachable. They're open. They're transparent. They love God. They're humble. That's the one God wants. I can't read it again. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Does your life disgrace and dishonor Christ? Or can people look at your life and realize that you have been with Jesus? Who do they see when they see you? Do they see a cowboy fan? A Spurs fan? A weatherman, all you do is talk about the weather. Oh, it's hot today. Oh, the weather. And then within a few months of that, oh, it's cold. He's just a weatherman. Yeah. A movie man, you full of movies. You full of articles on stuff. Or when they look at you, they take note that you have been with Jesus. As I conclude, if you were put on trial for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you of being with Jesus? And all God's children said, God is our ever-present help. He is available to us whenever and wherever we need him. Regrettably, we sometimes take matters into our own hands instead of giving it all to Him. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, directly across from the Randolph Air Force Base. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.